Hi, this is Rise Rocket Radio, episode 162, recorded on Sunday, the 1st of January, 2017. And the time at the beginning of the show on New Year's Day is 11.48 and 27 seconds. And welcome to the first podcast of 2017. So we've got a little bit of New Year's Day left. And of course, tomorrow's a bank holiday, which is handy because it gives me the opportunity to do another podcast tomorrow. You see, what happened was I was going to do a mixed podcast today, writing, which would be part two, the main chunk of the podcast. And in part one, I was going to talk about all the usual nerdly things that I've been up to. But because I haven't been podcasting for so long until yesterday, there is just so much in part one that it would be a ridiculously long podcast. And also, I'm a bit tired right now, so what I'm going to do is do the writing part of the podcast today as episode 162, and tomorrow we'll have mainly pure nerd fun in episode 163, when I'll talk about tech, things I've been watching on TV, some more movies, a bit on gaming, quite a lot of extra stuff that I didn't have time to fit into the show notes for yesterday, or again, just make it an unbearably long podcast. So expect all that extra stuff tomorrow. Today, I thought I'd talk about writing because it's been a long time since I have, and I thought I'd do a little pep talk thing today. Now, if you think I'm being condescending or patronising, I apologise, but do bear in mind that this pep talk is... Oh, look, thank you, police, for adding that to my soundtrack in the background. No, I'm not being raided, that's just the police car in the background. Back to what I was talking about. Yes, this pep talk is aimed as much, if not more, at me than it is at you. Because over the last month or so, I have done precious little writing for various reasons that are too complicated and honestly too depressing to go into. So I won't do that, but I will talk about gearing yourself up for a new year of writing and possibilities of being published, hopefully, for me, for you, for everyone. So bear with me as I do that now. And just before I do that, just one more thing, in case you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, I'd like to say to all my listeners out there, Happy New Year. Okay, let's do it. I should also prefix this section by warning you that I am going to repeat things that I have said before, but only slightly, so hopefully I won't be too annoying. Okay, the place of writing part a million. Say part a million because I've moaned about this so many times before, which is funny because this is a pep talk and you would have thought a pep talk would have been all positive. But this isn't a self-help group. This is more realistic than that. Now, I have found a new place. I think I might have 
told you about it already, but let's just leave it at that at the moment because I don't want to jinx things. <laughs> I said that at my last writing place and look what happened. Let's hope I don't get kicked out anytime soon. All writers have their special space to write. I only wish mine was virtual headspace, an imaginary place that I could write rather than a physical place. Then I could write anywhere. And in fact, before I did have my last place of writing, that's how it was. I could write in bed, on the sofa, just about anywhere, as long as I had my laptop in front of me. But as soon as I got that special place, I found that I could write more and more consistently and more regularly. I would go there almost every day and then when I didn't have that space anymore that all fell apart and other things also made my writing go a bit sideways over the past few months. But let's not dwell on that. So I do have this new space. If you have your own special place, please let me know because I find this stuff endlessly fascinating and I'm sure that other listeners who are also probably writers and could use your help would like to know, so please share. If you are one of those rare people who do have a virtual space in their head and they can just write about anywhere on the bus, on a plane, upside down, in the shower, don't do that in the shower because you'll get electrocuted. But you know what I mean, please let me know. Always nice to know these things. As for my own writing space, the new one, it's another public space used by lots of people, fairly noisy. And as you know, if you listen to previous podcasts of mine, I do like to have quite a lot of background noise because it tends to blend into some kind of subconscious pink noise which blocks everything out and lets me write and it's nice being in a space where there's lots of activity going on because it stops me getting too comfortable and then just relaxing and chilling out. The other important factor about my new space is that it is open fairly frequently and it has parking. Another consideration you might want to think about if you're seeking a similar space and public transport isn't too near or something like that. Okay, so that's the place of writing, a new one. Or the place of writing, part two. Or the place of writing... A continuing and annoying saga. Now that I feel better and the holiday season is almost over, I'm planning to crank up my writing output and as long as I get my schedule sorted out with this new location, I think that will work. One of the things that has been hampering me over the past few weeks, while I was a bit sick, is a continuing problem with me, what I call chronic plotitis. 
You see, if everything was worked out nice and simply in the project that I'm currently working on, and there was a nice thread of plot that is clearly defined, maybe even if I was ill, I would be continuing to work on this. But instead, what's happened is having a long break was not so good, but one thing that I noticed during this enforced exile from the writing room is that there is an extra interesting but entirely unneeded thread of plot in Blackgate, which is the current project I'm working on, and it's a horror novel. I have worked out how to be rid of it now, which is how I spent my time recuperating, so it hasn't all been a complete waste. Although the word count has gone down, I managed to sit down on several occasions and work my way through the plot and work out which bits I don't really need. But it does mean that I have to dig through the prose that I have already written. So I know what I'm going to do now. Now I actually need to do it. So the first writerly task will be to remove this thread and cauterize the missing bits neatly before continuing where I left off. I'm not unique in this kind of problem with writing. It's just my imagination goes off on incredibly interesting, but ultimately not that useful to the main plot tangents. It's just having a really active imagination tends to do that. And actually on that subject, over the Christmas holidays, they have been rebroadcasting the entire set of Harry Potter films. Now, if you're like me, you're a big fan of Harry Potter, you've read all the books numerous times, as I have done, and you'll know for a fact, as every reader of J.K. Rowling does, that the first book is extremely tightly plotted. And what happens during the series is J.K. Rowling is obviously getting more confident in her powers of writing, but also gets into the habit of writing immensely complicated, complex, convoluted plots that seem to go off in different directions, and there are side plots, and there are all these little other bits that are interesting, but kind of detract from the main theme of the book. And this is particularly notable in The Order of the Phoenix, which is a monster of a book. And then the last part of the story, which is also a bit flabby. Now, I hope I'm not overly criticising J.K. Rowling. Her writing is good anyway, and honestly, I enjoyed all those tangents, because by the time I got to Order of the Phoenix, I was really good friends with Hermione, Harry, and Ronald Weasley. So it didn't bother me too much, but I wasn't the only one who noticed that. There was fairly well-publicised moan about the writing later on. In my books, I 
don't mind having interesting side plots, but I do tend to get carried away with them. And in my case, not having a book properly published and on the shelf at Waterstones, I'm not sure I'm in a position to write flabby prose. It needs to be fairly direct and interest-grabbing, page-turning type of prose that is going to get me a lot of fans very quickly and really grab the reader's interest and doesn't let go. So with that in mind, this removal of extra unnecessary stuff is necessary. And I have said this before, don't let it get you down if you find yourself in a similar position. Do not completely rid yourself of this extra stuff. If it is huge chunks of prose, lovingly written descriptions, that kind of thing, copy and paste it to a separate file and use it some other time. Because unused bits of writing will always find a home somewhere else. Okay, so that is my next task, to slim down the work that I have already written. Other writing. Now that you've heard of the state of Blackgate, my horror novel, there are many, many, many extra writing tasks I have in addition to that. In fact, so many that it is a little intimidating to know where to start. But I have to do it, and so do you. Which brings me on to my next point. If you are stuck, mired in the seemingly impossible situation of where you need to figure out where to begin a vast job, you're just going to have to roll up your sleeves and start. Which doesn't really sound that helpful, but what I'm trying to say is, if you see this vast literary mountain in front of you, and you just don't know where to start, you've got all these notes, you've got all these false starts that you've collected over the years, all these fragments of fiction, it doesn't really matter where you start, as long as you start somewhere. Doesn't even matter if it's in the wrong place. Just pick any of your previous ideas and roll with it. So roll up your sleeves and roll with it. <laughs> if you don't have any ideas at all, which I find incredibly difficult to believe because you are listening to this podcast and it is about writing. So I'm assuming that you have quite a lot of ideas. Maybe you just don't know how to get at them. There are many things that you can do to get the juices flowing. So let's talk about chops. Your mind is blank. You have nothing to write about, or so you think. Perhaps you should try composing character descriptions. So you have a general stock of characters, or just make one up. Or walk around, look at people. You see someone 
in the street, doesn't matter if they're interesting or boring, just fix them in your memory, go home, start writing about them, describe their appearance, describe who you think they are, make something up. The reason you're doing this is because later on when you come to write something useful, you can refer back to these character sketches and, in fact, use them as characters in your work. Or just polish your skills in writing characters. This also applies to mundane things like scene descriptions. So you would describe a room and its contents. Or how about this? Either make this up completely or do it for real. Go out into the street and find a bus stop. Bus stops are great, especially at commuting times because there are a lot of different looking people at that bus stop. Do the same. Fix them in your memory. Go home and write backstories about them. Completely fictional, incredible backstories, mundane backstories. Maybe that guy's a tomato seller. Maybe that other guy is a nuclear physicist. Maybe that other guy is a robot. But you see where I'm going with this. It doesn't matter if your scene descriptions, character descriptions, bus stop descriptions are unconnected with any other fiction that you are writing. You are just keeping yourself in the loop, polishing your writing skills, keeping up your chops. If these sort of exercises seem vaguely familiar to you, what I think you're doing, and I've got to admit that I have made this all up off the top of my head, and it's the type of thing that I do in my head sometimes, is the literary equivalent of impromptu sketching. It will serve you well by bringing life to your prose, so practice it. Bear in mind, what I just said is aimed at helping you out of a rut if you just can't think of anything to write. But if you can think of something to write and you've got that story in mind, go for it. If you're in the middle of a novel, like I am, then let me know how that is going. Because again, there is a whole community of writers out there, some who are possibly listening to this show, and I can always share your tips with a wide range of people then, if you do that. And also with myself. (laughs) Okay. And really, that was it for today. Like I said, tomorrow... We're going to have much more nerdly, consumery rather than creative-y content. Creative-y? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't use that. That's not really a word. So please tune in tomorrow for another episode of Roy's Rocket Radio. And as I haven't done this for a while, let me just mention some other ways of contacting me. The best way, by far, is to email me. There is a web form on my website. Please use it. You will not be added to any kind of marketing list whatsoever. I will not reply to you unless you have a specific request. And I'm not 
inundated with too much mail, then I will get back to you if you want me to. I can also be found on Twitter, at Roy Martha, that's at R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R. The hashtag for Roy's Rocket Radio is, surprise, surprise, hashtag Roy's Rocket Radio. Please review in iTunes. That is incredibly important to me and my self-esteem. And just to check that I'm not completely wasting my time or giving you something that you just don't want. And that's it for today. This was Roy's Rocket Radio episode 162 recorded on... Sunday the 1st of January 2017, but concluding on Monday the 2nd of January 2017 at 52 minutes past midnight and 55 seconds. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye. Now this is just a apology and disclaimer. So much for tuning in for another episode of Roy's Rocket Radio today. Because it didn't happen. I had the notes ready, but I spent a long time editing this show. But rest assured, you are getting another show this week. And another one on Sunday as well. Because it just so happens that I've got a vast and infinite amount of stuff to talk about. So get ready for even more content. So again... Apologies for the site delay in Roy's Rocket Radio episode 163. It's coming, and 164 will be on Sunday. Bye.